Hello, global family. Welcome to Global Peace by 27. This is Global Prayer Chain. We pray for urgent peace in Eastern Europe and uh, ultimate global peace by 27. This is God's call for all people, billions uh, on the earth, for believers to pray, for scientists to say their researches for peace 2027, politicians to say their plans for peace 2027, how to do it. Social workers to work for peace, uh, helping others, and um, educators to educate for peace 2027. Businessmen to invest in peace, stop investing in wars and weapons. As uh, we are praying for all 8 billion plus people on the earth, we have so many miracles. Uh, please read below the video description of our movement and uh, send you requests for peace. As uh, we meet uh, God daily at 7 o'clock, uh, everybody in their local time praying at, for peace 2027. Now we are praying online 7 o'clock African and European time. Uh, let's go with the prayer meeting by reading Messiah's second coming word. This was the speech, the nation, and the world of peace taught by God and humanity October 29, 2001. Kotia Rivera, John Song, Den John, Korea, Korean Rally for the Nation of Cosmic Peakers, Peace and Unity. Respected leaders, ladies and gentlemen, at this transitional point in human history. We have gathered as the leaders from around the world who are concerned about the unification of Korea and world peace. The tragedies that took place in New York, Washington, D.C. and Pennsylvania on September 11 truly shocked the entire world. Although with our concern over peace and safety, we have come to reflect upon fundamental and serious questions of modern civilization and the future of humanity. The Interreligious and International Federation for World Peace and the World Association of Non-Governmental Organizations held at timely and significant conferences in New York on October 1922. These two organizations, both of which I founded, brought together more than 400 participants from 101 countries. The participants included current and former heads of state. Top leaders of uh, major religions, including Judaism, Christianity, Islam, uh, Buddhism, Christianism, and the uh, representatives of academia and non-governmental organizations. The participants debated seriously on how to find peaceful solution to today's crisis. Our homeland, uh, the Korean Peninsula, remain uh, a divided country and a trouble spot that, uh, along with the Middle East, attract the world's attention and my opening address. At the Washington and New York um, conference, I communicated my vision for lasting and fundamental peace. Again, I would like to share my view with you, leaders assembled here today. The title of my address is The Nation and the World of Peace Stopped by God and Humanity. Throughout history, people have uh, continuously aspired to a world of peace, but uh, we have uh, never realized that dream. Consider the end of the Cold War, which concluded a time of fierce political and military conflicts and struggles. Many people expected that the long-awaited 
era of uh, peace and stability would arrive supported by our highly developed science and technology. Nevertheless, we came to realize that the, the seed of conflict, uh, hatred and selfish desires embedded deeply with each of us is still alive and is creating ever more serious disaster and new shapes and forms. Uh, violence against the innocent people is certainly an inhumane criminal act, and it must be stopped. However, what can eradicate our inner conflict and struggles and uh, resolve fundamental human problems at their root? Where was the seed of conflict and struggle sown, and how did it come to be rooted so deeply within us? Uh, that uh, seed was planted in the family of our ancestors, Adam and Eve. The conflict and struggles that uh, resulted have um, continued from generation to generation until the present time. Then how can we resolve those conflicts and realize peace on us? Historically, people have attempted to overcome conflicts and pursue peace through economic, political, diplomatic, and military means. However, such methods obviously do not provide fundamental solutions as we are still struggling with many unresolved problems. There is only one fundamental way to resolve these issues. It is clear that and simple. We must restore the family that our first ancestor lost. That is the ideal family with God at its center. The family that has achieved perfection and true love both vertically and horizontally. God exists as the original being of true love and the invisible true parent of humankind. Nevertheless, love cannot exist alone. It exists in a relationship and it bears fruit only through relationship. That is why God created us as his children, through whom he would seek to realize true love. God's first blessing to human beings to be fruitful, called God the children to become the object partners of his true love by becoming true persons. When we love someone, we want our object partner to be better than ourselves. Does God, as our loving parent, want his children to be better than he is? Uh, that is why God repeatedly invests himself in human beings. He is object partner of love. He forgets about what he has already given while constantly desiring to give infinitely more and more love. This is so because love has its origin in the desire to live eternally for the sake of others. God then bestowed the second blessing to multiply. Our first ancestors were to have grown into maturity as the children of God. After reaching maturity and becoming one in heart with God, they were to be blessed as true husband and wife. Then they were to become substantial true parents to their children inherited and passing on through love, through life and through lineage from God. God's ideal of creation was to perfect true love both vertically and horizontally. Beginning in the first family of our common ancestors, uh, since God's love is absolute, unique, unchanging, and eternal, that family also was to have been the absolute, uh, unique, unchanging, and eternal family, centering on true love. Human beings uh, were to be the substantial embodiment of love. 
totally united with God in heart and obtaining perfect freedom, happiness, and the realization of all ideals. Then uh, they would uh, have become the lords of true love, uh, whom all beings in the universe would have loved and welcomed. This was God's third blessing. This is the blessing to create a living environment in which we experience joy and happiness, having dominion over all of creation. This includes the care and preservation of the world's ecological balance as uh, true stewards of the creation. Tragically, our first ancestors could not inherit the three blessings of God and establish the true family of true love. That means they did not uh, become true individuals, true spouses, true parents, and true lords centering on true love. Because they disobeyed God, he expelled them from the Garden of Eden. As uh, fallen people, they became false spouses to each other with false love um, uh, that has nothing to do with God's blessing. They gave birth to children, and those children multiplied to populate the world of today. Since uh, the fall occurred at the very beginning of human history, people have not been born on the foundation of true love in attendance to God. Instead, uh, we were have uh, lived in a state of conflict, struggling between our minds and bodies. This conflict manifested in a tragedy of hatred and murder between two brothers, Cain and Abel, in the first family. This was the miserable reality in that uh, family once it departed from God. A family built on a human relationship alone cannot become a family of the original ideal of creation. An ideal family must connect to God vertically and have a true person at its axis. Only under the true love of our parents and among siblings who have and share a common existence can a family enjoy a relationship of ultimate harmony and peace. Uh, true love is experienced with an ideal family that uh, bears uh, good fruit. The family is the original and best school of love. And now their power, knowledge can create true love. Honorable leaders, what do you feel when you look at the reality of our society and the youth in our contemporary world? Do you feel hope for a bright future. I believe that uh, you must uh, agonize over the increasing rates of crime, violence, drug abuse, immorality, corruption, teen pregnancy, and so forth. This arises out of a confusion of values and the part of the greater darkness uh, enveloping our youth. How did we arrive at this point? Better school systems and social improvements might have delayed the onset of these problems, but they would not address their fundamental cause, which is the breakdown and loss of our families. This breakdown is a product of the time we are living in, a time when humankind is harvesting the fruits when we lost uh, the first family of true love. It was the family's failure to realize true love that uh, has led to phenomena associated with the family breakdown, including individuals' breakdown, as well as countless problems on the national and worldwide level. 
or uh, of particular concern is the emotional instability of youth, which led to diminishing life goals, uh, spiritual aimlessness, and uh, unhealthy self-destructive lifestyle. World leaders who are concerned about um, the future have to be very serious in order to solve the real problems of youth, people avoiding marriage, rampant divorce, and so forth. Trends that destroy the fundamental foundation of family. Having lost the first and second blessing, humankind does not understand the importance of completing one's individual growth, which is the foundation for sacred and eternal conjugal love. Most of our youth, the younger people, are not aware of the importance of the keeping purity before marriage and reaching personal maturity through true love. This is why they do not understand the value of true love, which is the fundamental root of joy, happiness, and all ideals. The tendency to make light of trust and fidelity between husband and wife and to ignore the sacredness of marriage is an internal cause of the indescribable disasters and tragedies for humankind. True love has been driven out by the so-called free love culture, in which people seek only sexual release as the cardinal yet momentary pleasure, the rapid spread of HIV and uh, sexual transmitted diseases threaten the very existence of the human race. It is said that uh, there is no sufficient zone against the AIDS virus. A greater terror than the terrorism from which the entire world has been trembling is before us. Once contacted, its uh, victims must give up their dreams for happiness, ideals, and uh, life itself. Unless we resolve this catastrophe plaguing our planet, uh, how can we consider ourselves leaders? Nor have we taken responsibility for the third blessing endowed by God to have a dominion over creation. This uh, requires that uh, we take care of all creatures with true love. What would happen if the natural world were to rebel against the abuse and misuse it uh, suffer at the hands of human beings who lord over it. Uh, are not those symptoms uh, beginning to appear before the natural world uh, punishes our intolerance, arrogance? Uh, we have to stand before nature in true love as people of restored integrity. Respected leaders, in order to examine today's problem at the more fundamental level, I would like to consider the relationship between the true I and the true we in the context of God's ideal of, of creation. As a result of the fall, human beings did not achieve the position of the true I. For this reason, God has never taken, has never been able to use the word we. That is to say that God has never been able to stand within the a realm of the consciousness of uh, his ideal of creation and establish a relationship that uh, would allow him to say, this is my creation or this is my child. So our 
present concept of I has no relationship with the original ideal of God's creation. And it is uh, for this reason that uh, we have to deny ourselves absolutely. God has conducted uh, his restoration providence so that uh, he could establish true men and true women, that is, his sons and daughters, whom he could freely include within his concept of we, because God is the subject partner of love, life, and lineage. He sought uh, true sons and true daughters who would um, live eternally with the complete and unbreakable standard. To achieve that, we first have to perfect our individual character through uniting our mind and body and on the foundation to build a vertical parent-child relationship with God. A vertical relationship by itself, however, is not sufficient to bring the world we into being. We also need to create a horizontal relationship and harmony with the vertical. To do this, man and woman must form a true husband-wife relationship through a blessed marriage, dear children, and build a true family and form a four-position foundation involving three generations. Only then will God use the word we with reference to a family unit. How then can we advance to such a position? God created all things from a position in which his mind and body were completely one. His creation was an act of total investment involving absolute love and absolute faith. There was no possibility that he would be considered his own interest or situation. This was the head of love that seeks to give 100% and then still continue giving. This is true for God and it's true for our families as well. Parents who stand in the position of God have to invest themselves completely and absolutely with true love. In terms of the logic of the original division union, they give birth to real children from the position of the origin, thus establishing a vertical axis for the concept of we. If the husband and wife who stand in the position of division from the original became one with each other based on true love, they will establish the horizontal axis. Then um, the children who are in the position of union will align themselves automatically with the vertical and horizontal axis and became one. They will establish a new axis reaching from front to back. There will be an original family that accomplishes uh, this uh, substantiating the concept of we that is uh, complete vertically, horizontally, and front and back. This is the reason the family is so important. It is uh, the most valuable gift given to us from heaven. If the environment uh, we call the family did not exist, how? Would we establish this absolute standard of I? If nor for the family, we will never even dare to think as a we that is complete vertically, horizontally, and front and back. The cradle of love, peace, and happiness is nothing other than this family. How then do we establish that through I? This is possible only through a life of true love for the sake of others. 
the person who denies him or herself completely to the point of selfishness and lives for the sake of family, for the sake of the nation, for the sake of all humanity, and for the sake of God, will automatically establish the true I. We must never put ourselves forward arrogantly and use the word I. In a casual manner, God has worked in grief in the back alleys of history to push forward his providence of restoration. His only desire has been to establish children who could speak of the true I. Anyone who knows his heart of uh, God can never claim the word I for him herself in a casual manner. When we establish God's original ideal for world peace and the ideal family for which God has been waiting for tens of thousands of years, we will have the starting point for the kingdom of heaven on earth. Beginning there, we will be able to resolve the grief of the pitiable God. I would like to call upon everyone here to join with me. First, let us work to establish the true I that can look at the sun without shame. Can look at the sun without shame. Look at the ocean with a clear conscience and have nothing to hide before nature. Then let us establish the family to which God will refer as a part of his we. In this way, we must establish a relationship of true parents and children between God and ourselves. Furthermore, God, who is the true parent of humanity and the origin of love, life and lineage, it is the ancestor of humanity and the true king who reigns over all. God lost the position of ancestors and king as a result of the human ancestors fall in the Garden of Eden. In accordance with the progress of the providence of restoration, I declared the return to the ocean, the, the land, to the cosmos, and to the realm of the heart of the pot Adam. Then, on January 13, 2001, I performed the historical enthronement ceremony of the kingship of God. Adam's family, as the first human family, should have become the godly ancestors of humanity and set the foundation for the institution of the family. Originally, the king of the family eventually would have inherited the position of king of the nation and the king of the cosmos. Only that way was humanity to have connected to the heavenly realm of the original ideal. Uh, we can uh, institute the king of the nation because the age of indemnity is ending and we are entering uh, to the age of settlement through the process of family registration. This will develop uh, further into the kingship of the world. Uh, this is why on the occasion of the True Children's Day 2001, I declared that uh, the parents of the heaven earth now reign as king of the family in the Unification Church. This uh, means that uh, we are now able to enter the age uh, in which uh, families uh, that uh, have uh, 
Din registrele can attend that the heavenly parent as our king. Does each blasphemy must be aware of its responsibility to establish the tradition of humanity attending the king of heaven and earth? This is the reason that the age of the church has ended and the age of the family federation has begun. The entire universe is linked as the connected body centering on the one nucleus. Each one of our families must stand in the position of this nucleus, nurture the creator and love all creator that God created in love. By loving God's creation, which exists in his love, we can stand in the position of true owners. If you can feel that your family is like one body that constitutes a realm of true love before God, your family can stand as a cornerstone of the place of settlement where you can attend the king and the parent of heaven and earth. This is how you became a blessed family and inherit the realm of victory. Respected leaders, now is the time of humanity to voluntarily repudiate all pride, uh, ignorance, selfishness, and hatred. Let us follow the laws of heaven and be humble before God. Ever since God called me at the tender age of 16, I have committed myself totally to the realization of world peace, which has been God's deepest wish. At this time, I would like to set forth several crucial steps that are necessary for bringing peace to the world. First, live for the sake of others. A selfish-centered life not only causes discomfort, it also violates the laws of heaven. Living for the sake of others, on the other hand, is the way we can resemble God. Loving our family, our community, our nation, and world is the way to inherit God's true love. And it is the way to live in accordance with the fundamental order of the universe. Only through practicing true love can we become true individuals, true parents, true teachers, and true lords. Only then can we finally become the leaders who can bring about peace on earth, a life of living for the sake of others, open the gate to peace. In this sense, the path to peace ultimately must be based on Godism. Had we thought this is the teaching that can reconcile and embrace all sides in a conflict from the seed of the fruit by dealing with the starting point of conflict in the relationship between Cain and Abel. How can we break the chain that hatred uh, and violence uh, that we perpetrate against one another? Returning hatred in response to hatred only leads to more hatred, terror, and destruction. This is certainly not the path to peace. We can touch, educate, and reconcile the conflicting parties only by true love. True love that places God in the center, disregards national boundaries, therefore it is international. True love transcends the high walls dividing religions and races. Therefore it is interreligious and interracial true love 
centered on God's ideal of living for the sake of others, can generate the power of to touch a person's heart and spirit. Only by true love can the various reasons and cause of conflict on earth be overcome. Whether the confrontation is between right and left, front and rear, above and below, or inner and outer, only by true love can we establish a world of eternal peace. Second, the family is the fundamental unit for building peaceful nation and ultimately a peaceful world. As uh, I already mentioned, the root of uh, conflict originated in the first family. Therefore, until the family of true parents appear, it is impossible for us to enter the era of world peace. The international blessings that I promote worldwide are not the wedding ceremony of a particular religion. They are movement uh, to save all nations and the world. We teach youth to keep their purity before marriage. And when they reach adulthood, to marry with the blessing of God. However, as a condition to receive the marriage blessing, they first pledge to their spouse that they will maintain absolute trust and fidelity. Thus, the blessing is a holy movement to build the true families and lift up each couple as true parents who live according to the standard of true love. Families built upon such an ideal and such an education have no need to feel threatened by the AIDS virus. For, for them, preventing AIDS is easier than preventing a cold or flu. If we educate the youth of the world in this vision and practice, it will completely eliminate the AIDS epidemic and also eliminate the scourge of family breakdown. Further, these families of true love will serve as the current storm to build for peaceful nation and a peaceful world, in particular if individuals of enemy nation who have lived in discord throughout history came together in true love. It is uh, as in laws, the reconciliation will bring nations and races together. It is a high world to overcome. Nevertheless, he is the supreme formula for bringing true peace the world bring together children from enemy families, nation, for the exchange of marriage blessing. This interreligion international family can build a realm of blessed, perfect, true families of true love that both heaven and earth desire. From that point, the world of eternal peace that God and all humankind have desired will begin. Third, interreligion reconciliation cooperation is an essential condition for world peace. I have come the entirety for interreligious harmony and dialogue. We have always devoted a far greater proportion of funding to that purpose, that for the growth of the Long Term Education Church. 